Well, everybody, shout out to Luis Balcarcer. Um, just 10 more hours to uh, make a new segment with him. So say hi. And again, welcome to Rivas. Good evening, everybody. Welcome to Rivas. Please stay tuned. Tonight I have a guest and I have some questions for him. We're gonna take topics as dating, breakups, um, looking forward methods. This is gonna be super interesting. Meanwhile, I'm just going to play some of my good music to you guys. <laughs> At least the previous, unless you have a Spotify premium. <laughs> Again, thank you for listening to my podcast, Rivas. Talk to you soon. I mean, mostly are you listening to me, but <laughs> I am just going to show off a little bit of my culture. I love reggaeton, not the vulgar one. I mean, Bad Bunny, you can fuck yourself. I mean, I like some of your songs, but you can still fuck yourself. <laughs> so let me tell you guys something. One of the things that I love the most of this app is that I actually get to um, choose my own music, music that I like, music that I want to show you guys. I mean, I can um, you know, brag a little bit about my culture. I can brag a little bit about how much I worship Beyonce. <laughs> it's awesome. And I also get to enjoy beautiful talks with people and um, share knowledge which I think is the whole point of a podcast. Uh, did I just say podcast? <laughs> podcast, bitches, podcast. <laughs> Talk to you in a bit. Everybody, again, thank you for podcasting Rivas, and uh, this is it. So I saw some videos about this guy, Matthew Hussey or something, Hussey. I don't know, the guy is a podcaster in iHeart and a radio, and he has this dating advice. He's like a love guru. <laughs> something for you guys to <laughs> Google about. Joiner Lucas, oh my God, that rapper eats on fire. I uh, saw that um, video. I don't want to be like you. Oh my God, you guys have to <laughs> Google that too. It's on fire. His lyrics are burning. We're gonna talk about that a little bit here too. And then there it is, the love segment. <laughs> We're going to walk through all these topics with Luis Palcarcer, my guest of tonight. It's going to be so much fun. So you guys, <laughs> just please enjoy it. And here it is. Balky, How's it going? Introduce yourself. Oh, um, I'm Val. Nice to meet you, everybody. Okay, we just, we just, you know, this is a family thing, so I have my own nickname. <laughs> I have my own no. toilet. Yeah. <laughs> I know you don't like it, though. Yeah, it's fine. fuck with you. Okay, so let's go to the topic. My first topic, uh, did you receive my videos by Messenger? You yes, did. I did. Matthew Sussi. Yes. What do you think about this guy? This guy is a love guru. I don't know why he thinks he is, but he is. <laughs> 
like gold. His advices are on fire, really. There's really not much you can disagree with. It's just hard to swallow information, that's all. It's not the stuff you want to hear, but it's the stuff that you have to hear. I mean, for me, it's like uh, he's he's actually trying to open some common sense on people. I mean, he's not saying something that is out of the world. It's actually something that you can do and you're actually capable of. Yeah, you, you are capable of, but it's, it's the difference between something being simple and something being easy. Like doing a push-up is simple, but it's not easy. So... He can talk and say everything that he wants to. And we all can at the same time. It doesn't matter. Are But, you sure about that? Because I can make uh, at least 50 push-ups. And that's easy for me. <laughs> and how long did it take you to get to that point? Maybe like three hours. But I'm going to still oh. make them. <laughs> really? No, no, wait. It took you three hours to get the condition to do 50 push-ups. Amazing. <laughs> It's like, it's like a superpower. <laughs> yes, it is. Okay, so um, I don't know if you did your own research, but I did check uh, on his page. And he had this video about unromantic, romantic things that you can do uh, for your spouse. So um, according to him, there's this prestigious university that... Um, actually find out that the perfect gift is a candlelit dinner and a high uh, handwriting letter. What do you think about that? It sounds idealistic. I mean, I don't disagree with it, but I don't think that's, that's how we view romance nowadays. Uh, I think exactly. uh, it's not yeah. common. That's the whole point. Make it special. I think the the fact of making something that is not common anymore will still make it so romantic that it, it, it will work. Yeah, I mean, uh -huh. he gave some examples. He said, like, prepare them a bath, um, take them to uh, take them lunch to work. Um, <laughs> that movie that you don't like, but but she's like crazy about it. You don't really like it, but hey. I have some tickets for that movie. Hey, that's actually very, uh, like, extroverted, very, like, surprising. That'll that'll hit somebody, But I'm sure. Is, is it? Is, that just sounds like being a good boyfriend or, or a good husband. Does it really go out of the norm when it's stuff that you are, you, you should be doing in the first place? That it's, that's the whole point. That there's no more men like that. I mean, there is. There is. They're just being take, taken granted for. Did I say that right? Being taken for granted. Yeah, exactly. I mean, we all have been in, in, some, in some moment. But, you know, that shouldn't stop us from giving more love like not like condemn the others to to never see who we truly are just because somebody hurt us if you know what let I me mean. tell you let me tell you why that sounds completely exhausting <laughs> <laughs> let me tell you why it sounds so tiring 
men look at romance and men look at the value that they give to their spouse way different than their spouse looks at it. Because for a man, the sole fact that you wake up every day and go to work and stay with your woman and provide, that is an effort that is not seen as romantic, but it's what we do for our loved one. So whenever somebody says, why don't you take her out three times a week and, and she'll be happy? Or why don't you give her more time? All I think is, yeah, but I mean, if I'm working 12 hour days and I come home and give you half an hour and try to get half an hour for me and you say, give me that other half an hour so I can have one and you can have nothing. That to me sounds very selfish in the first place because the other part is not looked at. The, 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 I worked freaking 60 hours a week to provide for you. I agree completely. And what I really think about all this, uh, th this whole situation is that at least there's somebody outside that is trying to teach us the correct way. If we didn't have that role, uh, like that parenting role, like if our parents are supposed to teach us this, but uh, for some reason, uh, this is society right now is not right. <laughs> so we're just trying our best. And this guy at least is like trying to give us that push. Okay, thank you very much, Liz. I'm going to make a brief pause and we're going to continue with our segment. Love, I'll see you in a second. See you soon. Wow, wow, that was very nice, huh? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> everybody, welcome back to our segment, Love. So, um, let's talk about this. Joyner Lucas, this rapper, I'm not sure where he came from. I actually... Um, uh, learned about him when I was in my trip to Orlando to see my brother and he was there he showed me these videos that were super cool and uh, Joyner Lucas he has this song it's called I Don't Want to Be Like You I don't know if you have heard about it yet I, have I, have, I haven't listened to music in like six days <laughs> well that's, that's very bad <laughs> very bad <laughs> Anything outside of my apartment, I really don't know about. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're gonna have to fill me in. Going on. So yeah, okay. the The guy is assembling um, how the slow life kids uh, these day situation is. Um, uh, where they are voice, where where they are voiceless and forced to go with the flow, like. Um, Like, for example, uh, let's say uh, he lives in the hood. Uh, his, uh, his mommy is always, like, doing some kind of drug or something. And, you know, like, he is forced to live there because he's, like, five years old or six or seven. And he's young and he doesn't know what to do with his life. So he just depends on mom. And this, uh, if you see the video, there's this kid... Uh, that is uh, watching TV and his dad is uh, behind him, like drinking some beer with his friends and blah, blah, blah. And then he like suddenly stands up and he's like, I don't want to sell, I don't want to be like you. I don't want to sell drugs. I don't want to be drinking all day. I don't want to get used to fuck around and never find love. I don't want to be jobless or heartless. And then um, uh The video changes to these women, which is like uh, having like a uh, some intimate uh, 
uh, encounter with his with her lover in front of her daughter. And then she like when he leaves, she like stands up in front of her mom. And she's like, I mean, she's not stand up. She's just like sitting down and she's like, I don't want to be hopeless. I don't want to be a girl, a pretty girl with no focus. I don't want to be chasing guys. I don't want to be always out that uh, uh, that I can't actually stay inside. Uh, and I don't know. It, it's kind of interesting. I mean, what I really think it's okay. There's one quote that actually touches me in this song. The quote says, but I hope one day that shit does hit you because you're so goddamn judgmental. Mm. What do you think about that? Well, let me let me tell you this. Your upbringing is always going to determine parts of your personality as an adult. And it's always going to carry over and create you as a human being. But the upbringing does not determine the results of what you become because a lot of people nowadays think that you either stay poor or you become a superstar but there's so much in between that you can do there is absolutely nothing wrong with going to school to be an electrician a plumber a nurse a, a mechanic and it's not famous or a billionaire but it's a living and that is absolutely okay you know the number one thing that I hate more than a racist and a judgmental person what a person that acts acts their stereotype someone that acts like what people expect them to act so this whole and and it comes in different phrases like a, a lot of uh, different communities have phrases for it it's called keeping it real or don't forget where you're from Or, or, you know. Oh my God, I get that a lot. I get that a lot. Yeah, and you know what? Exactly. I tell that to myself. It's like, don't, don't forget where you came from. You don't have to forget where you come from. You can always come back to your family. You can also do whatever you want without worrying what other people think. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't understand that. What is wrong if anybody wants to go out and be, I don't know, a fast food worker for 50 years? It's absolutely fine. You're not going to get rich on it. But if that's what you want to do, then fine. You still made it out of poverty. And you still made it out of your usual upbringing. That is very true. So question, is there something your parents did that actually told you or uh, told you what or what not to do in life? Like, for example, uh, for example, my mom smoked cigarettes. She likes cigarettes a lot. I really hate them. I grew up hating them because they smell so bad. They're cancerous. I don't really like them. But you know, thanks to her, thanks to her, I know that I don't want to smoke cigarettes. Mm. Example. So what about you? Well, there's actually three lessons that I learned um, that, that stay with me this entire time. One is, I don't have a dad. I just had really bad stepfathers. So that actually taught me that it's better to not have a father than to have a bad one. <laughs> Why you don't just try to be a good father? <laughs> yeah, when it's your time, <laughs> when it's your time. <laughs> I'm telling you, because at least if you don't have a father, you, you have an absence of guidance. When you have a bad father, you have an influence 
of maliciousness, that's which is worse right. than just not having anything. So that's mm. number one. And then number two is when people die old, you don't cry for them. You feel so- sad, but you don't lose your mind or die. And they that's, have to that's, that's really indeed. That's a smart thinking. One day I was like in a funeral and somebody was like asking why I wasn't crying. And I was like, I mean, he's, he's fucking sad. I just mm-hmm. don't want to, you know, get crazy over it. I mean, you people die all the time. Exactly. Life and death are the only certain things. You cry the young because they didn't get to live their life. You, you don't cry the old. You just enjoy the moments you have together with them. Exactly. What the, the, the only thing I wish for is to die first than my kids. That's it. I don't want to leave to have to get that in life. No, I die first. <laughs> that, would be, that would be a thing to cry about. But if it follows the normal flow of time and nature, Where, where you go you go first and then they go way after then I mean it is what it is it's just how, how life goes mm-hmm. and then number three was you don't say no to money when they offer it to you you ask if they're sure because <laughs> <laughs> if you you don't you don't deny food or money I remember you don't deny food or money You, you, you just say, are you sure? <laughs> are you sure? <laughs> yeah, and that's it. I am so kind. I don't accept money, but I am going to remember these conversations so yeah, well. I mean, <laughs> if, I, if I want to offer you 20 bucks and then you, you politely, because, because you don't want to be rude or, or you don't want to seem like you're accepting a handout, you just say no, then you don't have 20 bucks. <laughs> then you don't have 20 bucks. <laughs> Listen, I feel I feel so much guilty, like <laughs> taking money from somebody because I'm like maybe they need it more than me. Oh my god, I'm taking their money. I feel so bad. But then I'm like, girl, think about your fucking self. You need the fucking money too. Just take it. <laughs> <laughs> But that's why you ask. That's why you ask. Are you sure? Exactly. If they really do need it more than you do then the, you'll see the hesitation of giving it to you. If not, then that's, just take it. That's very <laughs> smart. And I am going to remember this conversation. So we're going to another brief pause and we're <laughs> going to go to our next segment. <laughs> Thank uh, you very much. No problem. See you soon. Hello, hello. So I am so sorry, guys. The um, song is called Just Like You. <laughs> By his name, Joiner Lucas. Awesome. I just played it. It's, it's awesome. You guys should uh, go to YouTube and uh, watch the video. So, our next segment tonight is going to be about texts. Okay, texts, cute texts that actually, how do you say that word when something is like, cuando algo te atrapa? Cuando algo te atrapa. Captivating. Yes, a captivating text that. Um, leaves you there wanting for more, wanting to take this girl to a date. What mm-hmm. would you text to a girl that would uh, make her want to just keep going with you? You know, I found that mm-hmm. it's not even necessary to be cliche or 
or really try to be romantic just be really specific on a little trait or a little detail of her personality or her looks that not many people will notice okay it's very 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 successful <laughs> well uh judging uh this guy uh Matthew Hussey uh come uh come back uh getting back to him uh he said that the magic text is i'm craving our conversations now that is a hook for men <laughs> he said <laughs> and actually it sounds very nice i'd like to receive a text like that from somebody that i'm interested in like Like it, it, it kind of gives you a little bit of excitement to even thinking about somebody texting you this. It's actually very clever. Yeah, but I mean that's a, that's like a like a highway to the friend zone. <laughs> <laughs> that you gotta be careful with that because if you're not if you're not at least at least a little bit romantic with her and, and let know your intentions, a girl would just friend zone you in a minute. Like, oh look, he likes conversations. He's going to be a great friend. Conversations. Ew. Uh. <laughs> we like conversations. You know what we don't like? We don't like men to be too cheesy. Because too cheesy may look kind of obsessive. And, you know, we like these men that are, uh, I mean, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to say it because it's true. Uh, some ladies are very masochist. Masochist? Is that the word? Okay. So yeah. So no. in order for men to get to these women that are actually very nice and very kind, they just like certain kind of men. Why well, you don't just you don't just act like it, not act bad, but you know, like um, you want to be cheesy, but there's moments to be cheesy. There's moments to be serious. Women like silence. I personally love a silence. Sometimes I just want to be in company, but without saying a word, because we we're looking for that warmth. We're just we we're not looking to spend time. We're not. We just want the company. <laughs> you know what, masochist is the right word in the sense that it means uh, liking in, to inflict pain on other people, because that's what females <laughs> like to do sometimes. Whenever Good you job. don't get turn up. <laughs> Yeah, so look, it's very simple. If you're cheesy, you also come out as not being uh, authentic. You can come out as being like, oh, he just wants to get some. And, but yeah, some guys just don't have that. <laughs> some guys just don't have that. It's difficult for a guy to be um, captivating. That's what, that's what I'm saying. Like In my case, a little detail. Like I told this girl, you, have a, you smile with intention. And she was like, what, is, what does that mean? It means that you don't just smile because you have to take a picture or because you're required to after a joke. It's you actually natural. smile whenever you feel like it. And she, and then, you know, I banged her. <laughs> because, <laughs> because of that. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. There was so it worked. I mean, it completely works. I'm sure it will, will it, it'll work with me. Well, not right now. I'm not really interested mm -hmm. I don't really try it. You're just gonna waste your time and embarrass yourself. So <laughs> there's another thing. Um, uh, he said that it's nice to indirectly make them 
uh, see a movie, uh, which kind of uh, sounds like the example I gave before, but he actually said, hey girls, if you're really interested, say uh, kind of uh, send a demanding text, a sweet and demanding text, which is kind of, uh, you know, interesting to mix those two together because they, they, they don't kind of mix well. But he's like, he presents this uh, example where he says, text him, um, why are we not seeing Thor Ragnarok? Like, it's like, like being like aggressive about it, but at the same time, it's like sweet. Oh, she wants to spend time with me. So she's like actually uh, obliging me to go see this movie with him, uh, with her. Uh, okay. Yeah, that, that was mm. <laughs> And there's uh, another one. Uh, Taco Tuesday. Oh, it's Taco Tuesday. Let's go get tacos. <laughs> If I got a girl to text me that, why are we not hanging out right now? Man, <laughs> like, I would, I'll, yeah, I'll tell for it. I'll be like, on my way right now. I'm in front of your house already. Here you go. The guy is a genius. I, I totally... Yes totally dick for him uh, I mean I, probably it's not something that you would like to hear or you care but the guy is hot as fuck just for the girls that listen to me I noticed that I noticed that and I just wanted his sweet little dreamy eyes just looking into him like oh, damn this guy must be so oh, but, but I hated it I hated that too <laughs> <laughs> I want to slap him it's like why are you so beautiful <laughs> God damn it, kill yourself. <laughs> I got it, I got it. I mean, I was like, you know, this guy seems like a decent love guru. He's super high, you know, high style life. But uh, it's like, like he's never gonna look at my way because he knows too much and I know shit about dating stuff. <laughs> Just go ahead, bye. <laughs> I mean, I didn't check enough. I didn't make this research about if he's married and have kids and stuff. I'm not that kind of stalker, but you know. <laughs> yeah, it's gonna ruin the fantasy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I, I'll just, I'll just say like I am right now. <laughs> he's uh, my great guy right now. <laughs> so um, I wanted to do the same on my own, and I have some um, examples. So uh, if it was me, I'd text, hey, are you free? If he says no, then I'll completely ignore him for the, for the rest of the day because that's just who I am. But if he says that he is free, um, what I will do is like uh, text him, hey, I have beers, I have taco salad, and I'm behind the tree near your place. Uh, you have 10 minutes. Damn, good. <laughs> why don't you give him like why don't you give him more time at least Jesus no, I, I, no I'm gonna scam right. what happens what happens if it gets there in 11 minutes what you're gonna just shut the door on him tell him you you missed your chance stupid and I then mean, just close the door I can <laughs> shut the door because I'm uh, under the tree under the shade of the tree <laughs> near his leg <laughs> it's gonna be funny okay so what about this one Um, this is it's Uh, for example, this one is for me because, you know, it, it's, I don't really hide it. I smoke weed. So I don't think there's something wrong with that. But, oh, okay. So I'll text, I got wine and weed. I would like to literally Netflix and Netflix and, and chill. What do you think about mm -hmm. that? Netflix and chill, literally. Well, does he smoke too? I mean, that, that's kind of dependent. Uh, I mean, believe it or not, yeah, some people don't like course. it. If, if I had that confidence to text that 
somebody, something like that, is because I know they do. Are you willing to get to have sex then? If, if I, it mean, I mean, listen to what I wrote. After Netflix and Shield, I put a period and then I put, yeah, we can do that after. <laughs> Okay, good. Because I'm not going to listen to Netflix and chill and then just come over to to watch freaking Stranger Things. Because it's not... <laughs> it's just like, like... You said Netflix and chill and all we did was you watch movies all night. This is bullshit. Listen, I am part of the 1% that hasn't watched Stranger Things yet. Me neither. So, I think we had the I conversation. Mean, yeah, we did. I, I don't really think it's a conversation for now. <laughs> so, let's just give that up. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so, um, l listen. I will tell you something. This is my fantasy, man. Personally, I like someone tall, strong, serious, smart, stunning gentleman. Uh, you know, to send me a text saying, "I got you a range rover." Oh my god, that'll be so fucking. <laughs> That's like me saying I want a Pamela Anderson. On her glory days, not, not after the syphilis. Of course, that's what you oh want. Because that's what we all want. We want a, a well-fit, rich, beautiful, <laughs> uh, kind kind partner. But, I mean, we all have flaws. We got to accept it. I mean, eh, you know. I don't know. Like, if I were to choose, obviously, I would choose the same thing. But, I mean, as a girl, not as a guy. It's still funny. It's still funny. Matthew emphasized too that um, you don't really have to be with this person to actually be in his mind or her mind. Agreed. Uh, totally. So. Oh, you have to <laughs> exactly. All you have to do is text something nice, brief, and sweet. That reminds me of. I used to do this when I had a girlfriend. What I would do is just like. After after I knew she was awake, I would just call her and say, "Have I told you how beautiful you are today?" And then she say, "No, but oh my god, thank you very much." And then okay, I gotta go now. And that was like a a grade eight ticket to a, to a happy day because then she will, she will just be thinking all day about me, and then we could actually just relax and chill and have a nice day together. Well, I personally think that you should elaborate a little more since. That's a very popular phrase. Like, honestly, I I can say that I've heard that uh, phrase at least three times this week, and I it's boring. It's like, What? yeah, I know. It's like, yeah, I know. I'm stunning. Shut up. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but look, women need attention like like everybody else needs water. Women crave three things: water, food, and attention. If you don't provide that, then there's you're more. gonna have a problem. Water, food, and attention. And, and there's another one. Oh, <laughs> dick! <laughs> Why are you eating so much that you're you're guessing this so well? Yeah. So. <laughs> I am going to make another brief pause and then we will go back to our segment. <laughs> See you in a bit. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So welcome everybody again. <laughs> so let's continue with this. I uh, did uh, send you this study that said 
hey, the first word that you see, blah, 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 did you did it? Yes, but I think I messed it up a little bit. I Why'd you mess it up? Well. <laughs> you know, you because it, it, it <laughs> you said, have to find the first word. No, it said to follow four letter words, right? Exactly, yeah. Okay, so I got... At least, he said at least four letters long. Okay, so I got gene, as in your genes, your DNA. Okay. Uh, fulfill and generous. Generous. Okay. Okay. Okay, so um, let's talk about it. Um, minds were lonely, loving, and hopeful. So it says that the first thing, uh, the first one, the first one that you found is going to be how you see yourself as a person. So mine was lonely. You were? Mine was Jean. And now that I think about it, it's kind of fucked up. Maybe it's a code to, for having babies. Are you ready for that? <laughs> no, screw that. I ain't having kids. <laughs> screw that. You can have that. Uh, I already have two. I'm cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. <laughs> you got enough for both of us. <laughs> so the second one said, um, uh, loving. It says, how I want others to see me. So it seems like I want people to see me loving. I think that's that's not something I want people to see. I think that's obvious for them to see from me. Yeah. So what wait, was wait. yours again? Mine was generous, which kind of makes sense actually. There you go. It kind of makes sense for me. I mean, it, it, it's it's very interesting. This study is very interesting. So the third one was how I feel about the future. Mine was hopeful. I forgot mine. Oh my god! I just told you I forgot it. Uh, <laughs> okay. It was Jean. It was. It was Jean. It was generous. And what was the other one? That's oh, just so. Uh-huh. <laughs> It's funny though. It's funny though. It was a very interesting study. I liked it personally, even though I don't really give a fuck if people see me loving or hateful. <laughs> I don't really give a fuck about the future either. I can die tomorrow. I don't care. I mean, I'm dead. I can't care enough. So, you know, it's like whatever it is, I'm just gonna live once at a time. I mean, oh, there's one of my friends that says uh, one breath at a time. And, and I like that. That, that face, I like it. Well, the only one that actually made fun, made um, fun, made sense to me as um, generous for one for what I want other people uh, towards me because it's just I always feel like I I I had this saying to to start trust you got to give something first. Mm-hmm. So I always feel like like I'm always giving something first and never get anything back, which. Yeah, I, I've, I've always dealt. Yeah, I've always, I've always dealt with the. You are very, very nice, 
and you always help me out. But when it comes to a turnaround, it's just nothing that's received. So, yeah, it kind of makes sense for me, at least. Well, um, what I think is that at least these uh, video studies make us like, I mean, for me, it's entertaining and uh, actually let us know a little bit about ourselves. Because like you, like, for example, you, you said, yeah, it kind of makes sense, the generous part. And you're like, well, um, I knew this, but I didn't emphasize it like I'm doing it now. Like I'm thinking about it. I actually consider myself very generous. So you're pricing yourself right now. It's a revelation. Beautiful. Yeah, it's one of those things that you already know, but you don't really, it, it sometimes it doesn't really impact you uh, until it's displayed. Exactly. It's like, it's like having a job and being the only one who cleans a area a certain way and uh after a month or two your manager comes and says hey who's cleaning that corner over there and you're like raising your hands and they're like well good job that, that's a very good job that is very pricing i like that personally when that happens to me in my work uh, i like it yeah that's here's the deal what am i supposed to do with that information now Like now that I know that people, you know how depressing it is to realize that you're not, that people are not giving back. What am I supposed to do with it now? Uh, people not- are actually giving back. I mean, I price people all the time. If I'm in my job and there's somebody doing something nicely, I say, hey, that's very nice. Good idea. I'm going to use it too. Yeah, that's true. I mean, some of us have the sense to understand the words actually make a difference in your in your day that's why when i was when i used to have uh people working under me i used to tell them good job just like your bosses do you or or anybody does to you and it really makes a huge difference mm-hmm. just by saying somebody good job is the is the one thing that can make somebody work 10 times harder Yeah, I, I have a, I have a, um, this, uh, image that, uh, like shows me a little Buddha and has a lesson, lesson. I'm looking for it right now. So if you mind, you can keep talking. <laughs> okay. That's, um, no, what, what, what I meant uh, as in, what am I supposed to do with information is, I understand that I am a given person and I understand that this fact that 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 um, the humbleness and that giving is not always going to get turned around and bring it back to me. Uh, it, it, it's, I can know that people are not always going to give it back and I can always understand that, you know, I shouldn't feel bad because they, they acted as a way that I was already expecting. But I mean, sometimes pay it forward pay it forward is always the the key pay it forward somebody says hey honey you look handsome today okay don't take it as a flirtatious comment maybe you really look very nice today so you go yeah, around and see a man with a very hey 
hey bro nice tie i don't know whatever i don't know how you guys do that shit so that's that's gay <laughs> no no that's, you you can tell some you can tell another man that he looks well like you look really good that's it that's a nice shirt that's a nice shoes or anything like that exactly it doesn't mean it doesn't sound gay no but the way you said you can't say how you said it it's all about tone I can't go. Hey, nice shirt. I can go on that shirt too. <laughs> oh my god, that's so fucking funny. <laughs> no, I didn't realize something else actually as we're talking. It, it it is kind of selfish in my part to give something expecting something back. That's that's kind of what bad people do. Exactly. I found it. It says before you speak, let your words pass through three gates is it true is it necessary is it kind no that's uh that's actually very deep when you think about it yeah it hit you right there in the middle yeah. of your chest <laughs> well i'll make a brief pause and i will coming back oh Uh, your questions. Your questions are coming up next, so I'll see you in a bit. See you soon. Guys, welcome again to Rivas. Yes, we arrive to our main topic of the night. This segment is called Situation and Questions. So, Bao here is going to tell us a little bit about his um, past love story. Something that actually has impacted him and um, teach him to be a better person. He wants to share this with us and uh, we are going to uh, make some questions in the very end. So, you're here there. I mean, <laughs> you're here, Dad. I'm here. Yeah, it's a wonderful place. Listen, I, I, I'm so hyped up right now. <laughs> okay, so the questions. Um, let's start with the situation. Can you refresh these people a little bit with what your situation was in the past? Because I know the story, but I don't know what you really want to say on air. So go ahead. You have five minutes to say all you want. <laughs> it's very. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna keep it simple. You know, it's she went through a traumatic situation, and uh, she became an alcoholic. And there's a couple things that you really learn about people when one, they are not in a stable mental condition, and two, they are affected by a drug or alcohol and I actually learned the most important lesson that you can learn in life is is that promises that people made to you whatever they make it they're in a state of emotion that they are willing to make that promise if they stayed in that level of emotion throughout their whole lives then that promise will be kept but that's not how life works You change, your feelings evolve, your maturity changes, the way you look at things changes. So whenever that change happens, 
unless you're constantly promising something different and being honest, that promise is not going to be kept. It's really that simple. So people tend to look for attention whenever they feel lonely or whenever they feel they're not being heard. So they will look for that attention outside of any relationship that they are. Can you blame them? I, That's I can't. You can't. I did. I sure as hell did. And with time, with time, I learned, you know, it wasn't a a need to hurt me personally. It was just an instinct and of an impulse of feelings that she could not control. But it's just so difficult for me to understand that. Not to understand that logically, but emotionally. Because what she did is she is cheated. that acceptable? No, not in my mind. Not okay. in my mind, honestly. And and I know it's forgivable. But how can you just not feel frustration and anger and sadness? when the vows that you make get broken. Oh, wow. Oh, let's not forget that fact, people, about uh, was married. It was like, by it wasn't like church or nothing, right? But no, it was an official marriage. Yeah, it was exactly. legal marriage. So, yeah, I mean, this, I'm sure that this is a situation that a lot of people has passed through. But, um, you know, everybody has a different way to absorb these kind of situations. That's my thought. You can proceed. <laughs> so, 65% of marriages nowadays end in divorce. And the thing is, people keep getting married because they always think they're on the other side of that percentage. Mm -hmm. Statistically, we are, it's doomed to fail. But you never want to admit that. You don't want to make a lifelong commitment knowing that there's a probability that it's not going to be a lifelong commitment. And it's just so difficult to keep up the loyalty in both sides. It takes a lot of effort. Because mm -hmm. I would be a liar. I would be a liar if I said there wasn't temptation growing around the corner every once in a while. But I found that the best way to remain faithful was not to prevent yourself from looking for somebody else, but to actually sabotage your own affair. Like before Now, you question, even... question. Yes. You're talking about this and that, and this, uh, this all sounds beautiful, but let me ask you a question. Mm -hmm. um, are you sure you didn't make something that made her uh, like feed her inner demons or something, let's call it like that. Um, I'm not sure if she actually had this problem before, like she used to drink a lot before you and she continued, or it was something that she just adopted by being with you. Um, because, you know, uh, being a woman, I, I know that uh, we, If we want to be a bitches, we can be your worst bitches, <laughs> the worst nightmare of yours at night. But you know, um, it's very difficult for a woman to have that kind of behavior, 
uh, behavior. It's like um, action. If it, there's an action and there's a reaction, if you know what I mean. Um, like I said, she went through a traumatic experience, and usually, what people do after that, instead of looking for the proper way to help uh, themselves, is to go to drugs and alcohol. And some people can do that their entire lives, just running away from their own feelings. And she did. But there's also her genetics, her upbringing, and then I, I, I didn't help in the sense that I, I'm also an alcoholic, and I am a, I'm a, I have an addictive personality. And here's the thing about being an addict: you never really stop being it. You either are actively using drugs or alcohol, or you spend the rest of your days trying to avoid them. But you never just stop. It never just goes away. Well, you just have the discipline you, to do it. I don't know what you're talking about. I'm drinking a little bit of Moscato right now. Those ones that come well, in a little bottles. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I mean, a little bit is okay. A real alcoholic wakes up and has three shots, goes to work, sneaks off know. in the middle of work. This Another is so embarrassing. Shot. It's not Moscato. It's Infandel. I don't know why I said Moscato. Maybe I just wanted to sound cool. <laughs> oh, you wanted to sing fancy. You wanted to stir it in a glass when it's actually in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm like Bow Wow. Have you seen that um, uh, news that he was in a in a um, in a normal airplane and he was like tweeting? A photo of a private jet, and then he took a photo of himself, and the passenger behind him took a snap of him, like this bitch. <laughs> looking for a <laughs> That was hilarious, man. That was hilarious. Okay. Oh, what do you spend? Oh my god. Okay, give me one second. There's my neighbors. Uh, try to like talk to me, and I'm like your neighbors trying to talk to me at 2 a.m. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hello. Oh, um, give me one second. Oh, great. Neighbors interrupting. He's the lighter, he says. Yeah, oh, I mean. No, it's so fucking important. You, you have to be quick. I'm recording something very important. Go, 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 go. Go, go, go. Slap your neighbor in the face for interrupting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your so neighbor. Bad. I need the lighter. Your neighbor has bad manners. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 listen, I have like five more. You can keep that one. Your neighbor has no cause of entertainment. <laughs> no, these men, these, they think they, have, they, they can do whatever they want with ladies. Your these neighbor is a burden. Much. Okay. Second okay. question. Second question. Let's proceed with the second, <laughs> second question. Um, how do you feel when you have these thoughts about what happened? I used to feel very angry. I used to go off the wall angry. Because I, I mean, I'm not the most mental, I'm not a mental, uh, mentally stable person to begin with. And like off the rails, just angry. But here's the thing about anger. Anger is a byproduct. It is a secondary feeling that hides something else. So whenever you're angry, you're actually not angry. You're frustrated or you're sad or you're scared. And to find a secondary emotion, it, it, it takes time, patience, and investigation of your own self 
investigation self self research i like that self research now it's just sad now it's just a sad story so what have you learned from this i learned a few quick things actually i learned that you never rule truly learn what somebody else feels about you or thinks about you because no matter how much uh they they tell you you can't get into their head and find out what they think i've learned that a lot of people nowadays consider cheating to be something that is one forgivable or two acceptable I don't think it should be forgivable. I think that me, I mean I've been cheated on and I think that's the first uh not cool thing to happen in a relationship if one cheats it's gonna happen again. It's a cycle. If you let them know that it's okay that they're not gonna have consequences for it, it's gonna keep happening. It's yeah. like kids. You tell them, "Hey, Don't eat the candy because you're going to get cavities. You can eat one. It's okay. Don't eat a lot of them. They're going to you're going to get cavities. And he's like, "Okay, mom." And he eats one, but then when you're not when mommy's not around, he eats a lot of it. And then next appointment to the dentist, you have cavities. There you go. I think people still accept that though nowadays cuz look, I got this app, uh, it's called Whisper and This girl said, "I have a boyfriend, but I can't I still can't stop myself from texting other guys. Guys in plural, like more than one. So, even knowing how bad it is, people still do it. And I told her that. I told her, oh, cuz she said, "I'm addicted to texting other guys." And I said, "You're not an addict. You're just a hoe." And then this person oh contacted god. me as well. Can you say that? Oh my god, that is so I'm not a nice, I'm not a nice person. People listen people listen <laughs> to this broadcast. I'm not a nice person. <laughs> oh my god. People listening to this podcast, please know that I am publicly going to um offer a apology in the name of that girl. Um, we're not all like that. <laughs> I know not all of you are like that. I met a lot of females that are faithful and I envy that so much because I couldn't find one like that. That's But the so thing is hilarious. Here's what happens. Someone else comes to her rescue saying, "You don't know what she went through. You don't know if she's lonely. You don't know her mental state." And I'm like, "Is that all you need?" to be unfaithful to just say i was feeling bad or i wasn't getting enough attention so i cheated on you um, is that really excuse uh i don't think i don't really think there is a valid excuse for cheating i don't really think there is a valid excuse for it i don't believe it then why does it keep happening We can do revenge, 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 revenge together, together, together. No? <laughs> okay. Another question. Um what could you tell her now? Oh, what will you tell her now? 
Well, if she was listening right now, what would you tell her? I, I'll never really stop, and this is something that I had to come to terms with myself. Just be, I love her as much as I hate her because she was still the person that I dedicated my entire life to. Literally. Wait, 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 you. Wait, you still there? Are you talking to this person again? I talk to her once in a while. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> that takes us to question number three. What have you learned from this? Apparently, a shit. <laughs> no, no, no. I learned. I learned a lot. It's just I, I can't. I can't. First of all, I learned how to get married because it's just I can't afford it. I lost way too much money and resources on it. But I also learned, look, I, I don't choose how I feel. And trust me, I've tried to just not love somebody before. I've tried it. Mm. But you don't choose who you love. You can choose how you act, though. And just because I talk to her once in a while doesn't mean I'm back with her. That's, that's number one. Even if sometime in the future I end up back with her, it wouldn't be on the same terms. I wouldn't just accept the same attitudes and I wouldn't just say, okay, I know you haven't changed, but I'm still going to give you another chance. That's stupid. That's like saying, go ahead, hit me again. Mm -hmm. Plus, like, honestly, I can be idealistic about it. I can just say, no, I deserve, I deserve better, better and, and I'm going to get someone a hundred times better than you, but... I'm also not a perfect person. And honestly, I, I think love is just a, a matching game in the sense that you match your values and the good things about you with the bad things about um, somebody else, if you know what I'm saying. It's like mm -hmm. if, you're a patient, if you're a patient person, that you, you should match with somebody that is not so patient. So you can compliment that. If you um, are a person that gets easily aggravated, then you should match with someone that, that's able to handle a situation that you can't. What I really think is that uh, one has to mind their own business and create an empire of their own. And eventually, this person that minds their own business and has an empire of their own is going to notice you. And there's where... A kingdom is created you know I'm trying to you know think outside of the box that sounded very awesome though I like that but I mean I think you, your own personal life and how you progress through it has nothing to do with your love life either you can have someone loving with you that helps you grow but you don't need somebody to better yourself because yeah That's just if, you, if you think about it right now, right now in this generation, uh, there's nothing similar um, uh, to what you're talking about. You see, <laughs> like we, we're already fucked up. Like it's not gonna happen. You're not gonna find somebody like that. And if you find it, it's gonna come to you by itself because this person is not looking for it. It's waiting for it. You got it? Yeah. So, so what I think is. If you pay a little more attention to what you feel, what you really think, oh, the, the questions, the, the study questions 
um, um, how do you see yourself as a person? How do you want others to see you? How do you feel about the future? These two questions, just say them to yourself. I mean, tell them to yourself and um, create your own answers. Like, not, don't just wait for a study to tell you how do you see yourself as a person. No, just answer that question yourself. And I think that way you're going to build yourself up. And in the road, you're going to find somebody that's doing the same. And then you're going to help each other. How can you pick up somebody that doesn't know how to build themselves? Then they're just going to ruin you. <clears throat> going to be uh, like building them but they're going to ruin you because they don't know how to build up you know uh, that, right? yeah I understand what you're saying but here's here's my rebuttal so your way of thinking is uh, view yourself as you want to be and then develop my way of thinking is know how you are right now and then try to work with it. And the difference is, one, your way of viewing is positive and it's geared towards becoming someone that you're not. My, not in the sense that you're going to fake it, but in the sense of changing into that better person. My view is know yourself as much as you can and in whatever weakness you have, understand it so you can use your strengths better. So, here comes the other thing. Do Is it better to wait for someone to come along that compliments you as a person perfectly, or is it better to go out there and seek someone and probably ignore some of their flaws that you know are not good for you, but just, you know, accept them so you can change it? Mm-hmm. Now, I have this question because the other one didn't work because you still talk with her. So if she's listening right now, what kind of advice would you give her? I would just tell her that it's okay to feel bad and sometimes you do work out of emotions, but every emotion that you have and every action those emotions has a consequence and understanding that you did something out of anger or sadness or frustration it's not going to change the fact that you hurt somebody else because of your own anger or frustration just because you're sad and, and you are angry and you act on that does not excuse you from the consequences of your actions. And sometimes when, when we are the most emotional, that's when we got to think, how is this going to affect everybody else? Great. So what would you say is your looking forward method? Like right now, yeah, I've heard that. Um, well, I just heard that You like to have your friends close and your enemies closer. <laughs> so, what is your forward method? I'm In just, to, you know, uh, feel bad about it because you still have that link with her. So, 
it's like a, a kind of difficult to move forward. But if you're still doing it, what are you doing? I am not having any expectations. I am okay. not concerning myself with the future. I am not pushing for anything. I am just letting things flow as they are and not as I would really want them to be. Okay. Because it's just you get disappointed when you expect when you're expecting something really big and then it's not as big as you thought. That's when you get disappointed. If you just walk into a room without no conscience, everything's going to surprise you. And honestly, sometimes all you got to do is let time pass. Let time flow and see how things happen. That's and that's true. how I live. That's actually very true. So Carol Rackley said, self-confidence is the key to the world. What do you think about that? <laughs> She's right. It just it's hard to build that self-confidence. Well, do you have an idea on how to start? It's, it's all about taking chances. Mm, that's one Your of problem. them. I'll give you another one. Wake up every morning and look for a nice quote. I do that every time. Or just go to the mirror and say, Hey boy, wake up, rise and shine, you go. Whatever, just talk to yourself, be confident, explore your own power. That's what it really takes to be someone in this world and then be somebody for someone else. Now, uh, I am going to leave you for a brief pause and we are going to keep with this conversation. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Wow. Talk to you in five minutes. Bye-bye. Are you there, right? Yeah, I'm here. Perfect. Welcome back. So, continuing with our previous topic, I'll tell you that there is a lot of science and self-worth in all these actions and thoughts. And I also know that having constant pain eventually turns you numb. And that's not good. I mean, you don't want to isolate yourself inside your bubble. Uh, that's when psychopaths are born, right? <laughs> You don't know how true that is. I, I've actually been doing that for the past two years, believe it or not. That's just how much it hurt. And in my case, it made for some of the best writing that I've ever had. Because for some reason, pain is a great inspiration. So, and that's why we bring up this, because um, these things don't just happen in love. They happen in uh, the way you were raised at home happens in school when someone calls you dumb in class happens everywhere so that's why i brought to uh, today's uh, segment matthew husey and uh joiner lucas rapper because uh they are actually uh touching delicate topics of the, our daily basis and um i think i just think that if All of us had a fortified sense of empathy. 
we wouldn't be looking for love or acceptance the way we humans are doing. I mean, I love my cats. Do you have cats? No. Get some. <laughs> Get some. Problem uh, solved. <laughs> um, I've, I've come to a realization in the past of a few months that I am the one that needs to be taken care of, not the one taking care of somebody. And I know that sounds bad, but I realized that I need help. I'm not a person to just be by themselves. As strange as that sounds, because I've had been almost all my life. Okay, And what's your biggest fear? My biggest fear? Yes. Oh, shoot. Failure. Failure is my biggest fear. Okay, well, something that you can actually do that you haven't done before. Because everybody has failed in their life at least once. Oh, oh, baby, look. I don't have fear in doing anything anymore. Because my number one thought is, what's the worst that can happen? Exactly. What's going to so happen? Then, then change what you don't like in your life. Reese Witherspoon said once, it's important to scare yourself to do things you don't think you're capable of doing. And I think that is very important. Oh, yeah, but I mean, that, that's out of bravery, though. You don't understand. Like, it's not a feeling out of, I am feeling great, and this is something amazing, so I'm going to do it despite how scared I am. It's, well, I'm not scared. I'm not really feeling any one way or another about it, so why not? And it's two vast different ways of looking at the same problem. One is really optimistic and the other one is just stagnant. Mm -hmm. There you go. Well, thank you very much, Luis. This, uh, this was our, sec our segment of today. Uh, how do you like it? It, it was enjoyable. It was yeah, really I've been having a lot of fun. <laughs> You're <laughs> always very entertaining to talk to. No, thank you. I appreciate it. Now I can actually go to sleep because I am that tired. <laughs> oh my god, me too. I swear I have black fags under my eyes. Oh my god, that was epic. But not actually. I, I'm actually gorgeous, but you know, not like Beyonce, but yeah. <laughs> well, everybody, good night. Thank you very much for listening to Rivas. Please have a beautiful night. Bye-bye. Bye. Once again, guys, I just wanted to say thank you for listening to my station today. It was very fun. Uh, Luis was so hilarious. And you guys can call in and, you know, be part of my next segment. It's going to be so fun. I am going to have a little talk with you before just to know a little bit about yourself. And that way I can arrange another uh, type of news and segments and just make it enjoyable, not just for you, for everybody else. So <laughs> stay tuned and sweet dreams. This is Rivas. Peace out.